Hey family, welcome to the Recalibrate podcast. It's your host Esther Glory and this is a new episode. So let's get into it. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed your holidays and you had an amazing um, Christmas day and you've been able to spend this season with family and with friends, sharing love, receiving love and giving love. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode eight, our happy holidays episode as well. But this is episode nine. This is going to be a bonus episode and it is our season finale. So welcome to episode nine, which is titled Reset. And we're going to be talking about all the ways that you can truly recalibrate as this podcast is called and just reset to prepare yourself for the new year. So let's get into it. I'm going to jump right in with the random musing of my heart for episode nine. The random musing of my heart for episode nine is breathe breathe. One of the random musings for one of our earlier episodes was talking about the power of rest in guarding and guiding, but also the 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 power, what I want to speak about today basically is the power of rest in the ability to breathe, to inhale and exhale, to inhale some fresh strength, some fresh momentum, and even some fresh revelation and understanding for what you're going into next, but also to exhale to get rid of all the toxins and all the things that have taken place this year, the traumas and even some of the disappointments and regret and even some of the things that stole and drained our energy for this year. But just to be able to breathe, to reset, to be poured into, to take on some new strength, to take on some new energy, to incorporate joy um, and celebration and also to let go of the things that weren't as healthy for us. I know I spoke about also in another random musing, I think from episode one, about the doorways of opportunities, but rest and opportunity go hand in hand. I don't know if this happens to anyone else. Um, Let me know um, on Insta or let me know by email. Um, But sometimes when I rest, or most times when I rest, opportunities come knocking on my door straight after I'd come out of that rest simply because I've had enough time to discern and recognize them and go for them but also because I now have new understanding or fresh sobriety or insight to be able to navigate that opportunity and God was just really waiting for a moment where I would breathe enough and rest enough for him to be able to come knocking with new opportunities and so In order not to be overwhelmed, I would say practice the art of rest, practice resting, breathing, letting go of some things, letting new things in, and even just mastering how you can navigate that in moments where you may be overwhelmed or in times where you may have a lot on your plate. But practice incorporating rest even into busy and productive seasons so that you can always have room for opportunities and God-given ideas and also so that your soul can breathe. I was writing my emotional regulation plans for 2021 and one of the things that came up for me was that when I don't rest I become overwhelmed and when I become overwhelmed I begin to autopilot through the season and so in order not to have moments where I'm burning out before I rest and burning out before I can regulate my emotions in a healthy way in order to learn to master emotional regulation I have to practice resting even in highly productive seasons or highly busy seasons, I have to remember to practice rest. And so, yeah, the random musing of my heart for episode nine and our season finale is to breathe, 
Make sure that you breathe. Give yourself the avenue, the space and the opportunities to breathe. I hope that helps you guys, but let's dive into the episode. So this episode, I just wanted to speak about some things that will really help us to reset. As usual, it will be three points of pressure or three areas I feel like we need to pay attention to. And so this episode, I'm going to speak about some really key principles in resetting for the new year, in resetting in terms of setting resolutions and goals and planning, um, and also how to incorporate your your belief system, your faith, our understandings and some key faith principles into our planning and our preparing for the new year. And so the first thing that I want to speak about is falling in love with the word of God. Now, anyone who knows me knows I can be sitting around on any random day and I'll just be thinking about something, reading about something. These are where my random musings came from. And one of my favorite sayings is, God, I love your word. Now, my friends laugh at me, um, family, everyone laughs at me because I'll be just doing something random and I'll be like, God, I love your word. And I could be talking about his inspired word or his written word in our Bible, in the scriptures. But the reason that I've fallen in love with the word of God is because I have a reverence for it. And I'm not perfect. I don't always get up every day and do my devotion and pray and read my word as I should. But I do have a reverence for the word of God because it has shaped and built my life um, for so many years. And I pray that it continues to be the foundation that I live out of. But I genuinely revere, love um, and reverence the word of God. And so one of the key principles that I would give you to navigate any particular year is to love the word of God fall in love with the word of God, have the fear of God and fear not in a bad way to be scared of it, but to reverence it, to be in awe of the word of God. So much so that we don't become so familiar that we don't go into the word of God in humility, searching it out for how we can be transformed and how can we, we can build and um, develop our lives. Now, We've been speaking about identity and purpose throughout this season. And one of the most important things that we've been speaking about has been how we can always find ourselves and find what we're called to do in scripture and how the word of God can really be a great basis for how we live out our lives. And I always say, you've probably heard me say this on the podcast before, but Jesus is our perfect picture. And so when we go into the word of God, looking for him, searching him out, we become more like him. And when we allow the word of God to transform us, when we allow Holy Spirit to really speak to the parts of us that we um, need to grow in or to be developed in, The word of God is a powerful technology, a powerful, unchanging tool that helps us to build our lives. And so one of the ways that I always uh, give reverence or choose to place the word of God in an import as a priority in my life is at the top of every year or at the end of a year when I'm preparing for the next year. I always write out about 10 10 scriptures, uh, 10 uh, passages from scripture. Um, that I believe are important for what I'm going into next. Now, what I do is I review the year and I look at scriptures that have really upheld me in the last year and I really pray about them. I study them again. I seek out what the principles were from that script 
from those scriptures and I allow them to inform me about my next. Remember, I've spoken about doorways of opportunities. The way you close one season can predict or be the basis or the foundation for how you open another. And so it's so important to learn the principles and the lessons from one season to close it out and to also inform you and give you insight for the next season and so I look at I review the year and I look at scriptures that have really held me up in that year I pray into them and I study them and I usually find as I'm studying I find more about what the word of God has to say concerning these principles and these lessons and these things that I've been taught in my last year now once I've done that I begin to search out the principles, not just the scriptures, but the principles. And as I'm preparing and as I'm uh, praying into my my next year or my next season, whatever I'm next going into, when I pray into those, I usually will get a response from God in prayer concerning what I should be focusing on, where I should be placing my insight and my understanding. And when I do that, then I get another set of scriptures for the next year. It's almost a continuous chain that continues as I pray and prepare for new things, new years and new seasons. So what I would say is to fall in love with the word of God is to study his scriptures, seek out his scriptures for what he has for you in this new year, in this new season, in this new priority, in this new responsibility, in this new relationship, in this new friendship. Whatever you are in, seek out a scripture, seek out the word of God concerning it so that you can have um, understanding of what God is saying about that thing, his general principle, and then more intently how that applies to you. And so, yeah, I would say fall in love with the word of God. Search out his scriptures, not only for your identity and your purpose, for the, but for the days ahead of you as well. Um, that's a perfect way to reset to find your footing in scripture. And one of the things that I really love is um, there's a scripture, I'll find it for you, but there's a scripture um, in Timothy. Yeah, so 1 Timothy 1 verse 18 um, is says Timothy, so Apostle Paul was writing in this scripture to Timothy who would have been his prodigy or his mentee, um, basically someone he was training up to lead the way he led. And so he wrote in this scripture, Timothy, my son, I'm giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well. 1 Timothy 1 verse 18 in the New International Version. And one of the things that I love about this scripture is one of the pieces of advice and uh, leadership that um, Apostle Paul is teaching Timothy is he's teaching him to wage war with prophecies and promises that were spoken over him um, at the point of his ordination into ministry. And what Apostle Paul was basically teaching him is that you can stir your faith and that you can also wage war with the, in the battlefield of your mind um, when you recall the promises and the words of God that have been spoken over you. And one of the most powerful tools for me in 2020 is even when I've seen things going um, wrong or I've seen things not necessarily going to the way that I planned it in my mind or when my faith has been failing, one of the most important principles and tools for me has definitely been when I've been able to recall the promises of God scriptures and prophecies that have been spoken over me and so that's why I really say fall in love with the word of God whether it be inspired so what Holy Spirit says to you um, directly or what he says to you through prophetic words and other people but also through the word of God that has been written down scriptures promises and words of faith that can really build you up 
um, to remind you of your faith in God, but also what he has promised you that will come to pass um, because it is his word and it cannot fail. Um, so, yeah, the first thing I would say is to fall in love with the word of God. Can you hear me going on uh, on and on about the word of God? But, yeah, definitely fall in love um, with the word of God is one of the key principles to resetting effectively and having a firm foundation in your faith for new seasons. I'm really going to quickly go to our fun fact. Um, I don't want to forget to do that in this episode. I'm going to throw in a fun fact right here real quick. Now, something you need to know about me, a fun fact to be the prelude to our fun fact for this episode is that I am a car fanatic. I love cars. I love learning about them. I love designs. I love um, learning differences. But I love like horsepower, the, the whole lot, the rims, the wheels, like heated seats. Like I love cars so much and I love learning about them. And our fun fact but this episode is about cars. Well, it's about cars and money, but cars. Do you know what I mean? Um, but anyway, um, our fun fact for this episode is that Rolls Royce make the most expensive car in the world. Now, it's not really a surprise, but when we go into the nitty gritty of it, you'll understand why um, it's a fun fact. Currently, the most expensive car in the world is a Rolls Royce Swiftail that sold for $13 million. However, even if you have that kind of dough just lying around, you won't be able to buy it because only one was made and it was custom built from the ground up according to the buyer specifications. But brand new custom cars have nothing on used classics. The recent sale of a 1963 Ferrari GTO was for $70 million and is supposedly the highest price ever paid for a car. Now, one of the reasons I want to be rich and wealthy, honey, is so that I can get myself custom built cars because that is big bucks. Those are some big bucks. Um, But apart from that, the car is absolutely beautiful. The custom made Rolls Royce Swiftail is absolutely beautiful. Um, And yeah, there's only one of it. And I see why, because it's a beautiful car. Um, But then I also see why it's big bucks, because it's a beautiful car. (laughs) But that's our fun fact for this episode. Rolls Royce make the most expensive cars in the entire world. Go go Rolls Royce, okay? Um, And this is not sponsored (laughs) yet. (laughs) Let's jump right back into the episode where we left off. So point two... So the first point is to fall in love with the word of God and make it your foundation for any new season. Point two, principle two, is to get yourself some real community. Now, I don't know how much I've spoken about community in these um, episodes for season one. I've spoken about it so much. But community is important. Community is important. Make sure that you have viable community, real life community that you do life with. Who's there when you to celebrate you when good things happen? Who's there when you're when you're having a low moment or a low point in your life? Who does life with you? Who loves you as you are, but challenges you to be everything God has called you to be? Who keeps you accountable for your big dreams and visions that you've spoken to them about? Who um, will check you when you're doing rubbish? I was having a conversation with one of my friends um, 
just the other day and I was talking to her about the fact that I really enjoy in a relationship or friendship when people are direct and can be upfront. There's nothing that we can't speak about. Um, if one of us is being silly, if I'm being silly, I've said it on the podcast before. If you ever catch me doing anything stupid, there are at least five people you can call who can call me back into order right quick, right now, right here again, right now. There are five people, at least five people that you can call if you ever catch me doing any rubbish anywhere. Um, but that's something I really enjoy about community, having people who can call you out and challenge you and not from a judgmental place, but because they love you and they know where you are going, who prays for you, who intercedes for you, who randomly calls you and said, this is what I feel God is saying concerning you. And um, even when you're in low moments can speak to you until you get out of that moment can and even if it's a moment you can't get out of, because there's some traumas you don't just move on from, such as grief or loss or bereavement and, and even miscarriages, things like that. There are some things you just don't move on from in a moment, in a straight process that's A to B or anything like that. But who in those moments can do life with you until you can manage better the, the life or the issues of life that you are currently dealing with? So having a viable community, I can't stress it enough, but people who will make you accountable to God, who can who can challenge you and say, are you accountable to God for this thing? Are you accountable to his vision for your life in this thing? Are you accountable to his will for your life in this thing? And it's not their sole responsibility, but it can help when you have a community that pushes it. I remember one time, um, about two years ago, um, and I was me and my friends were just sitting around and talking. And one of the things that we spoke about was our visions for the year. And we literally wrote down all of our visions on the same piece of it was an A4 sheet of paper. We just got three different colors and we sat down and we were like, so girls, <laughs> what has God told you to do for the new year? And we literally sat around and wrote them down in different colors. And we said, OK, I'm going to keep you accountable about this. And then we chose people that were going to be accountable to each other for certain things. And then we made sure that we checked up on each other. We challenged each other. We reminded each other. Memory is a powerful tool for accountability. We reminded each other about things that we had spoken to each other about that were on that. And I can tell you that by the end of that year, if not a year and a bit later, we had completed pretty much everything that was on that piece of paper. And it was just an A4 sheet with some colored pens that we used to keep each other accountable. But things like that are powerful um, in your community for setting you up to go to do everything God has called you to do and to become everything he's called you to become. And not everything on that piece of paper was just... Um, things to do it was things we needed to become so for example um i needed to become more patient it was something that was on that piece of paper that i had to learn in that year um and i was challenged by my friends i was challenged by my my sisters to to navigate becoming more patient um by practicing patience by adopting patience by learning and and being educated about what patience actually looks like and so, yeah, those are the, that's something that I would say you cannot go without when you're resetting is you can't reset or recalibrate alone. You must do it in the midst of other people. You must do it in community so that you can do it well and so that you can love well and serve well. But you can also be loved well and be served well. 
And so, yeah, my first principle is to fall in love with the word of God and find your footing in scripture, your foundation in scripture. The second thing I would say is to have a viable community that keep you accountable to God, his vision for your life, accountable to yourself, but also accountable to community as well. That's principle number two. And principle number three is to plan. Principle number three is to plan. Now, one of the things I've spoke about in last week's episode as well is just the level of discouragement um, that has come with 2020 and all it really has to offer. And I think that even for me, there were times where I had to pick up my heart, lift my heart to gratitude, remind myself um, why I'm grateful. Um, for Christmas, my older sister got me a um, planner. And one of the things I love about it is at the back of the planner, um, it says a hundred reasons why I'm grateful. Um, and it's just got um, some lines where you can write things you're grateful for. And one one thing I've incorporated into my daily routine is at the top of every day and at the bottom of every day, I try to write something I'm grateful for. And I've been doing that all of this year. But I love that I now have a journal and a planner where I can do that in one space and just write what I'm grateful for. And there's over 100 spaces for me to write in. Um, but now that's something that I'm incorporating into my 2021 so that even if the situations and scenarios of my environment and the year don't change, even if the pandemic doesn't really lift and we're still in lockdowns and things like that, I still remember to incorporate joy into my daily routine. I still re remember to incorporate gratitude into my daily routine. And so that's something I would say is to make sure that you plan, regardless of how much discouragement has come with 2021, plan as much as you can, um, have the courage to plan again. And this is the reason even why we're going to be doing the masterclass. That's a shameless plug. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. But one of the reasons why um, I'm so adamant on doing the masterclass is because I know how I've struggled with planning this year and even how I've spoken to other people and they've had they've lost the courage to try and plan again and to put things in place because the level and the weight of the discouragement and disappointment of this year has really impacted how we're willing to plan. And even one of the things that we're going to speak about in um, season two, which starts on the 1st of January, guys, tomorrow, is that um, one of the things that we're going to speak about is the trauma of success. Now, I've had successful moments this year. Um, the start of the podcast was one of those things. But I had a plan. I was going to go and I was going to bulk record in a studio and things like that. And then I find myself literally a couple of months later researching equipment and different things like that so that I can re I can have to I can learn how to record in my own space um, at home and set up all my equipment myself because um, of lockdown and not being able to do that. Now, that's a small minor setback or change or disappointment, which actually worked in my favor later on. But one of the things that I would definitely say is to have the courage to plan again. Lift your heart to gratitude, incorporate joy into your daily routine, into your planning, 
And one of the things I love about planning is being able to tick off a task or tick off something I've been able to complete or even to review something I've been able to complete that was on my plan for the year, for the month, for the quarter, whatever it may be. Even just for the day, I love ticking stuff off that I've done as I've completed the task or at the end of the day, just checking off all the things I've been able to do and how productive I've been able to be. And so have the courage to plan, but also remember um, how to incorporate joy into your planning so that even when things don't go as planned, there's still a joy about the fact that you've done what you can and that there is there is a tomorrow that has been promised by God that you can have access to and you can navigate even problem solving so that you can still get stuff done in the time that you need to get it done in. And so I would say plan plan and plan but plan according to the will of God and the only way you can do that is when you seek him for his plan concerning your life and one of the things that I love is um in the Bible there's a scripture that says teach me to number my days and one of the things that I love one of the prayer points that I've been praying this year is Lord schedule my life like and not just saying oh God schedule my life and leaving it to him but God schedule my life Give me impressions and knowing. Speak to me about what you want me to be doing. Um, teach me the things that you want me to, to do. Um, I remember someone coming to me in January and telling me they had a dream about me and the dream they explained through the dream to me. And when they said the dream, I literally came home, wrote it down, prayed about it, spoke about it um, with some of my people that I entrust my prophetic life with. Um, and I spoke about it, not just to talk, but I spoke about it in terms of what the dream meant for me, because I had already um, had a dream that kind of spoke to me about the same things. Um, and later on that year, God began to speak to me about the dream, but not only about the dream, other things that he had given me instruction to do. And that's how even this podcast came about, by praying and planning, by praying and planning. Um, one of my favorite sayings is when um, I saw it online where someone said, pray and then pattern, pray, pray and pray and pray. But don't just let it stay at a, as a point of revelation in prayer, but let it become information in your planning. So whatever God reveals to you, plan and plan and plan again until it becomes a reality. That's my advice to you in order to reset. My first thing would be to Make sure that you have a love and a reverence for the word of God so that it can be your foundation for whatever season you're going into. Number two is have a real community. Real community and real friendships is what has gotten some of us through this year. And so make sure that you have a real life community that you do life with, not just friends that you speak on your birthdays, but people you do life with. And number three is also to make sure that you are having the courage to plan again, having the courage to navigate planning, even when you've been in a year that has taught you that planning, sometimes the rug can be pulled from under your feet and all the plans you made can, can literally go to waste if you don't have a way or resilience about you that you can um, navigate problem solving and critical thinking even in a time where none of the factors are within your control 
then you have to make sure that you give you build the courage again and build the faith again to plan even when the pandemic has t- stolen all of our options so yeah i would say that those are the three important things that i think will really help in navigating 2021 but also us navigating a new season a whole new time a whole new year And even these are just principles that you can use when you're navigating the closing of one season and the opening of another. So I really hope you enjoyed the season finale of season one, Identity Times Purpose, which is going to be the foundation for all of the other stuff that we do from here on out. I cannot begin to say how much I love and appreciate you guys for joining me in this first season. It has been phenomenal. And we now have a growing, budding community of recalibrators um, who are growing and developing at such a fast rate. Um, And there's so many more things that are coming in this new season that we're going into, season two, but also into this new year. One of those things is the Recalibrate Masterclass. And if you haven't yet signed up, then please do um, go to recalibrateuk.com, tag us on Instagram at glorio underscore or at the Recalibrate Podcast and send emails to recalibrateuk at gmail.com. I love you guys. I can't wait to see you in tomorrow's episode of season two, episode one. Um, And the season uh, topic is grow. That is our word for 2021, grow. And so season two is titled grow and it's all about growth. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you sign up for the masterclass and invite someone you know. Um, Have an amazing new year and an early happy new year to all of you beautiful people. I'll see you next year. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. 